I would go and kind of have meetings where students could come and meet. And so actually at this point, I wasn't even thinking about Best Bet. I wanted, I got into a podcast. So I got into podcasting. And as I got into podcasting, I started to learn about just the digital content space, right? And digital products. And as I learned about it, I'd be, I had this aha moment. I was, me and my wife were driving home from Florida in March. And I told her, I said, Best Bet Skills Academy needs to be an online course. And it was in that moment, we had a 23-hour drive from Rochester, New York to Orlando, Florida, that we put the outline together for the course, for what it would be, for what, what I would teach. Daniel Sneed had the ultimate pivotal moment, a near-death experience in 2021 that changed his career trajectory, and he came out of it wanting to do something he feels is bigger than himself. He's the creator of Best Bet Skills Academy. Daniel is a social trades coach, and he says he helps students and young adults develop the skills they need to create the life of their dreams. Daniel ended up, and he says that in quotes, in a sales job in his mid-20s, throwing himself into his work relentlessly when not playing hoops with his buddies, one of his big passions. He lives upstate in Rochester, New York, and soon transitioned to network marketing and in less than a decade built a team of distributors that spanned from Montreal, Canada to Bogota, Colombia. But all of that changed when he recognized his calling. And today, his professional purpose is to develop the next generation with high-level entrepreneurial skills they can be intentional with at a young age. So let's introduce you now to Daniel, who's also the founder and digital creator of the Hustle Bone podcast, and he has Just Hoop, his own clothing brand. He is a very motivating force with a lot of wisdom to share. I hope you find value in it. Daniel, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad we connected. Me too. Me too. Super excited. Yeah, I, I think it was through Facebook you reached out to me. I'm loving how great guests like you are organically coming my way these days. I feel pretty lucky. And your story, the easy way you have about you, I've seen you be interviewed. I knew it would be a winner for the podcast. I just want to say that off the bat. You started this Best Bet Skills Academy. You're helping students and young adults develop life skills that they're not going to get in the classroom, as you say. But it's not where you started on your career path. So why don't you take us back? I think you were in network marketing for a good chunk of your former self, if you will. And there were some other businesses along the way. So why don't you walk us through it? Sure. So I got into network marketing, I would say right about my 26, 27-ish, I got started with it, was looking for financial independence, was looking for residual income. I had been in business before, had several businesses that failed and was just looking for answers. And I wanted a better lifestyle. I wanted to have time and money together. And I had seen it be done. People have done that before. So I said, okay, if, if people have done this, then I can do it. And so I got into the industry and I went all in. At the time I had a sales background, that's kind of where I got my first superpower, if you will, understanding that sales is one of the most powerful, one of the most lucrative careers. Even to be an entrepreneur, like you have to understand that process and be able to close deals. Right. And so I, I built network marketing for, sheesh, I want to say solid for seven years, the traditional way, team building, focusing on building distribution. I had a really large team that stretched from Montreal, Canada, all the way down as far south as Bogota, Colombia. So built a, a really large team. And I was to the point where for seven years, I was doing okay, 
but I wasn't satisfied with where I was. And I thought about quitting, thought about giving it up. And then in 2020, I kind of did my first little pivot. Once everything started to hit with the pandemic, I went to a direct sales model where I only acquired customers and I didn't do any team building at all. In 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, I built up my residual to something that was pretty substantial. And I was the most proud of my business that I had ever been because I just went out and I just did it. And I, I wasn't worrying about other people creating a result for me. I didn't have to wait on this person to get in and do what they had to do in order for me to get a bonus and then make money. Nope. I could just go out and just boom, just sell my services. And I created a substantial residual. And so that's kind of my origin. And, and throughout the years, I've had other businesses. I did public speaking. I taught after school courses for a program called Hillside Work Scholarship here in my hometown of Rochester, New York. So always have been kind of around teaching, working with young people, was exporting cars for a little bit. We sent about five to $6 million in cars over to China. And that was really, really fun getting into that. And so all of these experiences, really, I kind of mashed them up and put, to, put them together. And that's kind of what took me into what I will call my bucket list career. Right. So that's where you are today. Absolutely. But if we can dial it back, I do want to touch on your big pivotal moment, that aha moment that happened not that long ago. You had a horrible scare. You almost died. Yes. And it changed you, you've told me, as it often does for people, for the better. So why don't you tell us what happened? What happened was, so 2020, you know, I had done a great job with customer acquisition, was kind of starting to looking into a pivot. We looked at our freight dispatching, so getting into the trucking industry and being in a position to have a company where we will book freight for owner operators. These are guys that own and drive their own truck or small fleet owners. We were getting ready. We created LLC. We learned how to dispatch. We learned the process. And we're right at the point where we're getting ready to stand it up. And I tested positive for COVID on January 8th of 2021. And I had the toughest bout with COVID ever. I didn't go to the hospital. But I had every symptom, like literally every symptom that comes with COVID, I had. Wow. And so I was down for about two weeks and I got better. Once I got better, I said, okay, I've got to kind of get back into the swing of things. I was going to be at truck stops, basically recruiting drivers, recruiting owner operators. And so I'm like, all right, I got to get everything going. And, and then it's the new year. So I wanted to kind of get in better physical shape. And so I'm like, I got to get to the gym. So I go to play basketball January 25th. I remember it like it was yesterday. And I knew to kind of watch myself because I hadn't played ball in about a month because of being sick. And I was up and down the court three or four times. And I felt I felt dizzy. I felt just lightheaded and short of breath. And I went to run off the court. And when I did that, I woke up. And when I woke up, I had passed out and had a seizure on the floor. And so everybody in the gym was just surrounding me. And that kind of started another saga where I went to the emergency room that day, was told that I was just dehydrated, was probably just exhausted from having COVID to rest and hydrate. The next day, I couldn't breathe. Oh my God, no, that's so scary. I woke up, I had extreme pain in my chest, could not breathe, just fighting literally for every breath that I took. Went to the emergency room only for them to tell me, hey, we think it's something skeletal. You might've uh, bruised your ribs when you passed out when you fell on a basketball court. So they sent me home again that night, Wednesday, could not breathe at all. And I wouldn't go back to the ER because they really didn't have anything for me. So Wednesday night and a Thursday, I, I literally was up all night just trying to breathe. And 
there were several times during this when I literally called my wife next to me and just said, I don't know if I'm, I don't know what's happening to me, but I think I'm going to die because I literally can't breathe. I've never experienced anything like this. And I, I had asthma growing up, but I never even had an asthma attack that was this bad. Thursday, I was supposed to go see my PCP and I, I couldn't take 10 steps to get from the couch to, to the door without just, I, could, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't catch my breath. And so we got on a video call and he said, you need to go to the ER or else you're going to die. I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know what's going on, but you can't let them send you home. You have to go and you have to stay there until they figure it out. That's really scary. They did another EKG that I think that week I had like 10 EKGs done. All the EKGs were fine because they kept thinking it was something wrong with my heart. So finally, they did a CAT scan, which revealed that I had across both lungs, I had multiple massive blood clots. And the doctor at that point looked at me in my eye and said, you should have died at the gym when you passed out on Monday. And it was not Thursday. Based on what these look like, you should have been dead on Monday. We don't know how you're alive. And so that was sobering. Oh, Daniel, without question, that's sobering. To hear the words, you should have died a few days ago, those are words you'd never forget. Yeah, it, it was sobering. I was, I'm, I'm a healthy guy. I've played basketball sports my whole life. I play flag football. I stay in you know, decent shape. It was wild. Yeah. How does this happen to someone young and healthy? I, I would have asked the same questions if I were in your shoes. So talk to us about the recovery and I know that that's the time frame in which you started to do some deep thinking. And that led to this positive outcome, what you're doing now with Best Bet Skills Academy. So walk us through that a little bit and how that evolved. So I spent the week in the hospital. And when they released me, they're just, they're saying, hey, look, so here, here's your recovery. You got about three months, three months. You're going to be on blood thinners. You, you can't do anything strenuous at all. Don't lift anything heavy. Because what I didn't know is when you have blood clots in your lungs, the, the clots actually, they kill the portion of the lung where it's at. Now I had to just wait for my lungs to regenerate. So the clots had to go away, but then my lungs needed to regenerate to heal themselves. And so during that time, I just spent a lot of time sitting and just recovering a lot of thinking. And so at this point, I wasn't even thinking about Best Bet. So I got into podcasting. And as I got into podcasting, I started to learn about just the digital content space, right? And digital products. And as I learned about it, I, be, I had this aha moment. I was, me and my wife were driving home from Florida in March. And I told her, I said, Best Best Skills Academy needs to be an online course. And it was in that moment, we had a 23-hour drive from Rochester, New York to Orlando, Florida, that we put the outline together for the course, for what it would be, for what, what I would teach got home and just went to work, went to work, partnered up with a coach who specializes in helping people create online courses. And so she just walked me right through every step over the summer. I did a prototype and it was interesting because I had a cheat code. So most of the time in this process, when you're going to create something digital, you've got to find out if the transformation that you're looking to create is something that people want, if there's a market for it. Yes, a hundred percent. And so I was going into kind of that space, but I already knew because I want to say about four or five years ago in my network marketing business, I recruited this young man named London. He was 20 years old. And in his network, there were a lot of 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 21-year-olds. And so I started working with all of these young people. That's amazing. It was so awesome because they were so hungry 
to develop these business skills, to learn how to sell, to learn how to do public speaking, to learn how to create content. All they, they were just so hungry. And I had the best time working with them. It was tough because I wasn't making a lot of money working with them because they lacked a lot of skills. They didn't bring a lot of skill to the table, but I just enjoyed teaching them. And so the information that I, I'm teaching in Best Best Skills Academy, I already knew there would be an excitement at one point. And this is a really funny story. One of, one of my guys in the business, he was a senior in high school, and he began to tell all of his friends in high school about network marketing and residual income and creating time freedom. And they began to like have chants at school about residual income, financial freedom, to the point where his dean called me in. She got my number from him, called me in and said, you have to stop him. And I said, miss, with all due respect, he's not my employee. He's an independent business owner and I can't stop him. And that was one of the greatest experiences of my life. It was just so funny because she was like, they're taking over the school. And I'm just like, miss, they're excited. They're, they're learning information that is powerful and it's bringing life. If anything, find a way to, to capitalize on it. How can you take what they, what's here, this excitement, and make it into something good? Yeah, totally. I get it. You're enabling teens to capitalize on that energy with your course. And, you know, you do talk about teaching kids what they're not getting in the classroom. If you could expand on that a little bit, and what would you say is the differentiator as far as what you're giving these kids and how you're doing it? The difference is these skills, right? So I'll tell you straight up that this, I'm teaching six skills that I focus on. Sales, networking, leadership, public speaking, teaching, and content creation. These are the most lucrative skills on the planet. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. There are not any skills that are worth more money right now in this economy. What I'm finding and what I found, we had a whole pandemic where kids sat in the house and they watched TikTok, they watched Instagram, and they saw all these different ways to make money, right? Side hustles. You can make money doing this, flipping this, selling that. But here's the thing. They've got these ideas. They're here. And there's this gap of skill that is keeping them from actually executing those things. And so that's what BBSA is. BBSA becomes that bridge that says, okay, so you want to be a content creator and you want to make money doing content. I'm going to show you how to monetize immediately. You don't have to wait for YouTube to pay you. You don't have to wait for TikTok to pay you. I'm going to show you how you can monetize immediately. Oh, you want to monetize. Now I'm going to show you how to sell what you have because everybody's money is up for grabs. It's just a matter of, do you have something? Do you have something tangible or intangible that you can sell them? And do you know how to sell them? Do you know who a prospect is, who your prospect is? Right. So it, it becomes a game changer when they're learning these skills, because now with this skill set, in my course, I literally belabor the fact that you have to develop these skills. It's all about development. I tell them this is not school where you're going to just get by because you learned information. There are no tests in my course. And this course is just its ability. Can you go out and can you build a new network from scratch? Do you know how to make connections, keep connections, add value to people? Are you strategic in the connections that you make? And what if you leave high school with a professional network as opposed to trying to scatter to develop one in your senior year of college? Yes, 100%. Game changers everywhere. It's a cheat code. That's what I call the course. It is a cheat code. So Daniel, who are the perfect candidates for the program? Explain to me the profiles. 
number one, students that have a desire to be an entrepreneur. You know, if you want to be in business at some point, so many entrepreneurs, they fail for a long time because they don't have the necessary skill outside of whatever it is they're selling. So you may have a photographer that's great at taking pictures, but they don't know how to go find a client. So it's that student. It is students that are highly intelligent, but are doing poorly academically. That was who I was. I was really smart as a kid. I just didn't care for schoolwork because at around 14 or 15, I realized that what I was learning would not make me money. And I immediately lost interest and I did just enough work so I would be eligible to play basketball. And literally, that was my high school career because I lost value. And when the value went down, the effort followed right behind it. Right. So looking for kids like that, because again, when you show them something that says, hey, if you learn how to do public speaking at a high level, you can create opportunities for yourself to go make five figures. So you can go make even six figures if you put yourself in the right position. Oh, by developing the right network. See, it all works in concert. So that's the second student. The third student is the achiever that is straight A's. They just get stuff, but they just, again, they just don't have the skills for life, the skills that are monetizable. They're going to do great at this because ultimately achievers achieve, right? So whatever you put in front of them, they're going to do well. And then also looking for athletes that want to monetize and want to be able to even network to get to the next level, whether it be college or even somewhere pro, and then students that are taking a gap year. So that's kind of like the profiles right there. This could be actually a great time in our conversation to get into takeaways for listeners. Coaching can be a crowded space and relatively tough to market. So why don't you tell us where you're finding success and growth? What's interesting is in my particular niche that I'm carving out, it's not crowded at all. There are not many coaches that are teaching high school students these, and even college students, these particular skills. So there's that. And then I'm a salesman. I am a classically trained salesman. I know how to go out and get a lead. I know how to prospect. I know who my target audience is. And I work by referral and I get results. I connected with a student that goes to one of the most prestigious schools here in Rochester, the Harley School. So I connected with him, ran into him when I was uh, actually filming a video downtown in, in my city. We stayed connected, got in touch, and he enrolled into the course. And as he enrolled into the course, so he was one of my first students to actually enroll into the, the completed course or in the constant space, we call it the evergreen model of it, right? The one that's pre-recorded, that's done. And so I watched his progress very closely. And he, he's actually my friend. I call him little bro. So I watched his progress very closely. And I asked him a lot of questions. And one of the things that was really incredible to me is that he goes to a school where the, the, it's a K through 12 and it costs $30,000 a year to go to this school. He didn't learn anything in Best Bet Skills Academy that he had already learned at that school. For me, that was huge. So I've just been taking that story and just sharing that story. And so just going in and going to his network. And I'm again, I'm very guerrilla marketing. I do my social media stuff. I got Instagram and TikTok. I'm putting content out there. But I go to basketball games. I go to high school games and I, I meet the kids and I talk to them. That's amazing. And I just give them game and I share it because they're looking for what I have. They're, they're, they're the ones they know. We, we know this high school information, right? It's not the whole, the whole kind of system, but it's the information. They know they're learning stuff that they can't convert into a career or into money. So when I start talking about the things I'm teaching, 
they're interested and they want to know more. And so ultimately they take it home, they sell it to their parents. And that's been my primary strategy. Yeah. Sounds like grassroots marketing, really. Plus what I've seen you do social media wise, your outreach with your speaking and your on-camera abilities, you're such a natural. You are really, Daniel, your best marketing tool to connect with people. So why don't you tell us what's next? What's next for you with the business? Sure. So for me right now, what's next is honestly just focusing on growth. I want to find the right students and I want to make a change. I want to make a difference. I want to see less students getting into life strapped with debt. I think that's a huge problem that kids are just, they're beat down with debt by the time they're 23. And a lot of them for degrees that they don't have, where they've gone to school for three years, two years, they have the debt, but no degree. So you don't even have the paper to show for it. And so to be able to create a community of kids that, you know, are leaving high school, not just having these skills, right, but having a confidence that, okay, I know how this works. I know how to sell. I've actually created some sales experience for myself because of some of the exercises that I've even done in Best Best Skills Academy. So now you know what? I don't think I'm ready for college yet, but I can go leverage this skill into a job selling Hondas and make $60,000 a year right out of high school with no debt. That is a real thing. That is, that is very possible. I talked to an owner of a dealership that he absolutely would hire a student right out of high school that came to the table classically trained in sales. And so it's to make a difference. So that's what my focus is right now. It is to share this with as many parents as possible. Parents are fearful. They're afraid for how their kids are going to interact with the world beyond school. And imagine you as a parent. I I think you have teenagers, right? (laughs) Yeah, of course. I have three teenagers, 19, 15, and 13. And this resonates. Sure. Absolutely. And I see the value in what you are offering to parents. So where can parents find out more about the program, about BBSA? BBSA.info. That's primarily just to get a conversation with me. I want you to go there. I want you to fill out a form. And then we're going we're gonna to talk to myself or to someone on my team. My Instagram is a great way to kind of get a feel for who I am as a person. That's the big bro underscore Dan and even Facebook. I got plenty of room on Facebook. I'm only got like maybe like 1,300 friends. So I got, you know, plenty of room to accept people on Facebook. (laughs) Only 1,300 friends. Well, (laughs) listen, I think that's way better. Most people want you to be able to engage with them and you can really build your community as opposed to being like so huge, so many friends that you have no time for anybody. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm I'm very approachable and I love to talk. I love it. 1,000%. Daniel Sneed, it was really great to have you on the show. I think you have so much to give the young adult teen community. You've really found the right space for you to be in professionally. So thanks so much for your time on Bucket List Careers. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.